okay, well, that wasn't that scary, so I'm going to do a half. And I said, I will never, ever do a marathon. This one's Radio, episode 738, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you by the book. Once again, Be Ready on Race Day is available wherever books are sold, as long as that place that books are being sold is Amazon. So uh, really, the book is only available on Amazon for you know hard print copies, soft paperback copies, uh, also available on the Kindle. You can also get it from my website, but uh, you know it also just kind of links back to, to Amazon some way or the other. Um, but if you haven't checked out the book yet, would it encourage you to do so? If you've got fall races on the calendar that uh, you're looking forward to, and, and you're at that point where you've decided that you're you're done, you're fed up with using those one-size-fits-all training plans that uh, are about as, as useless as they come by, um, head over to BeReadyOnRaceDay.com. You can find out a bit more about the book. You can get some free sample chapters to find out if it's something that you might like. Um, and you can obviously check out the reviews on Amazon, People, what people have thought about the book so far. Um, but uh, check it out. It's all about how to help you make your own training plan for yourself. Make it custom. Make it fit you, your life, your needs, your goals, your fitness. All about you. No one size fits all. It's all about you with Be Ready on Race Day. So check it out. Be Ready on Race Day.com or search Be Ready on Race Day on Amazon and uh, get your, get yourself a copy and let me know what you think about it because hopefully hopefully it's helpful. That's 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 the goal uh, with that book is to, to help out as much as possible, help you be prepared to go whenever your next race happens to be. So check it out. And uh, now, without any further ado, Let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today is one of those occasions where I'm uh, finally having uh, actually a couple of folks on the show that uh, I feel like I've talked to a bunch of times over the years, especially on Twitter, maybe a couple of emails, this and that, and uh, lots of interactions, but never actually really like lined up a, a proper chat for the podcast. But uh, finally, we're, we're making that happen. So today's uh, guests is a little husband and wife duo uh, that uh, both these days really kind of uh, take their running pretty seriously. Although obviously, uh, just like in, in a lot of situations, it's each, each in their own kind of unique way of really uh, being all about our, the sport that we all love. So it's a pleasure today to be able to go a few easy miles with uh, Chris and Christine Walsh. So thanks for joining us, guys, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Denny. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely to do for sure. Yes, yes, totally agree. Uh, And guys, if you want to check out more about uh, something that we're definitely going to get into, kind of as far as websites go and and, uh, something that they've got going on, uh, wegrind.com is kind of the the website for, uh, like I said, something that we'll get into in a a little bit. Uh, That's W-E-G-R-Y-N-D.com. And uh, if you want to check out and connect and interact with, with Chris and Christine on on the Twitters, probably one of the, the probably the better place. Uh, Chris's handle is at wegrind underscore Chris again W E G R Y N D underscore Chris, and uh, Christine's is at Desert Fox Girl. Uh, and if you just want more more wegrind stuff, just at wegrind is the place to be on the Twitter as well. Uh, and as per usual, I'll have everything linked up in the show notes, which you can get to for today's episode at disruns.com slash seven three eight, which will take you back there. Photos, links, all that good stuff. 
at disruns.com slash 738. So Chris and Christine, the, the way we always start off each episode of the show is with uh, what is really a, a simple question. Some people, it's a, it's a simple question to answer. Some people, it's a, a little bit more difficult. Uh, but uh, we'd just be, be curious for each of you, uh, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, you know, I just did my first 6K trail run, and that was just amazing. What, what, was, what was so amazing about it? Uh, we were actually running in the dark. You know, we had our headlamps. You know, Chris mm-hmm. has done a few. This was my first one, and it was just amazing. The whole vibe was, it was just peaceful, you know. You're just under the moon. Just amazing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'd get out, uh, either after the world's already gone to bed or before the world wakes up, either way, it's, it's a nice, nice calm place to be out there. I'm sure. Oh, definitely. It was just beautiful. Plus it's a, it's yeah, a my, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. My favorite has always been the half half marathon. Um, I don't do them as much anymore because I was ch- been chasing that unicorn for a few years now. Um, but recently, I've got into trail running and just absolutely love it. Um, done a couple 50Ks. Got to try for my first 100-miler at Havelina 100 in October. So, you know, it's, it's different. You know, you're talking to somebody who seven years ago didn't think they'd run more than 5K. Mm-hmm. What uh, over those, those seven years, What I mean – other than the obvious answer of, you know, just, you know, <laughs> I don't know about the obvious answer, but the obvious question, what, what's, what's changed? Like, you know, from, from 5k to gearing up for your first hundred mile attempt, what, what, uh, you know, terrible way to ask a question, but, but you know, how did, how did we get from, from where you were to where we are now? Well, you know how it goes. You do the 5k and you're like, okay, I did that. I want to do a 10k and then, okay, well, that wasn't that scary. So I'm going to do a half. And I said, I will never, ever do a marathon. Famous well, last words. I've done, yeah. So <laughs> I've done seven of them. And then it's been, it was, I'm never, ever, never, ever going to run trails. And, <laughs> you know, in the last, starting this year, I did my first 50K um, Santan Scramble. And like Christine said, it was just an amazing experience. You know, the whole vibe of trail running is great. You know, it's not like road racing where you're just out there competing against the clock and other people. You're on the trails. You're more running with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how, you know, are you, well, I guess maybe the first question, are you still kind of sort of chasing the unicorn and how do, how do you, um, how do, how do you kind of play both, if so, how do you play both sides of that uh, scenario of training up for these these trail races and, and getting into trail racing 50Ks, gearing up for 100 mile, and still trying to, to chase down that Boston qualifying time? You know, I, I don't know if I'm going to hit the qualifying time until I'm like 75 years <laughs> old. Um, but I think the training for, you know, that I'm doing now is going to help. Um, I'm already signed up for Phoenix marathon base of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got roped into that because they've got a 
sweet five metal deal where all the metals <laughs> fit together and you know i can't have that big gaping hole for number five right so. right that's what's that christine i'm sorry that would be my third half marathon awesome awesome so yeah shifting shifting back to you a little bit christine how did how did you get involved in uh in running how, how, is this something that's been uh long time coming or, you know, something that you've kind of always done or how did you uh, get into the sport? Um, I got into this back in 2015. My, my first 5k was the run third 5k that's done annually out in our area of Mesa, Arizona. And I walked it and it was, you know, gosh, this is actually kind of fun. And then I kind of worked up to it from there, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, you know, despite injuries and still learning how to do all the proper methods and everything, it just took off from there. Gotcha. So I've only been five years into it, four or five years into it now. That's that's awesome. That's that's one of the you know one of the things that I certainly enjoy about about the sport is that you know whether you started when you're twelve, whether you started when you're fifty, six, whenever it's never too too late to get in, never never too late to get started. <laughs> And, you know, you can just kind of continue to, to build and grow. And, and, you know, if you ever want to get crazy and start training up for a hundred milers, you can, you can do that. If you want to stay in the, uh, the normal realm of, of, uh, human, you know, human, uh, common sense, you know, maybe, maybe you nice. stay at the half, maybe bump up to the marathon, but, uh, you know, kind of, kind of call good enough, good enough at that point. I have been toying with that. You know, so that was what we discussed, you know, Chris said, do you ever want to do a half? Oh sure, and my brain is. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a, it's a slippery slope. Be careful. Yeah, so I've been toying. I said, oh, maybe I'll do a full marathon. And the brain again. What are you doing? Yep. You don't want to do this. You know who knows? I just might. Who knows? Indeed, Chris. What about you? How did you get uh, started in the sport of running? Has it been a long time or or fairly recent? How did you get started? Well, I ran in high school. Um, well, before high school, I ran. When I was in high school, I ran mile, two mile. And the division I was in, I was probably one of the top 10 in both um, both distances. Um, transferred high schools, going, went from a Division three school to a Division one school. That was one of the top schools in the Northeast. So I went from being really good to like oh yeah you're the last guy on the team right and you know in in high school other things and activities started to become more fun than running track Mm -hmm. and you know i stopped running for um 29 years um got back into it around 2011 we had a company function it was a 5k obstacle course race and it was one of those deals where yeah i'm overweight and i smoke and i'm not trained but yeah i'm gonna run 5k (laughs) and i wanted to die right and right you know i finished ninth out of tenth in the company and one of my co-workers was a real trash talker and you know, I was like, well, I can't let this dude trash time. So I started taking running seriously again, um, quit smoking, lost weight. And 
here I am. Here we are. Yeah, getting getting ready for that uh, that first hundred miler. It's 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 always interesting, both for for myself and then obviously to to hear the stories of the people I talk to to kind of look back at at how you know sometimes it, it was just you know it's what I've always done. It's what my my parents did, and and it's what I've done for forever. And then sometimes it's you know kind of like you, Chris. I I started and then stopped for the better part of 20 or 30 years and, and found my way back to it. And then sometimes Christine, it's, it's like you, it's like, you know what, just kind of got into it somehow as, as an adult and, and really find it. And, and that's one of the things that uh, is really, you know, just great about the, the running community is just how diverse it is. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're all kind of doing the, the same thing. We're all, we're all doing it, you know, doing it for our own reasons, but it's, it's just a, a, a really cool blend kind of how, how these stories all kind of flow together sometimes. Well, yeah, that's, that's so true because, everybody's just out there doing their thing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no expectations. None of us are getting paid for it. You know, we're just out there because we all know that running is just a cheap sport. You get a pair of (laughs) shoes and that's it. Right. Oh yeah. If, if, if I, uh, I would say if I had a dollar for every time I heard somebody say that on the show, I'd, I'd at least have a few dollars. I, I might, I might not be able to retire just yet, but I've, I'd, uh, I could probably, you know, afford to enter a race if I got a dollar for every time somebody said, Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm cheap. You know, I'll, I'll pick a, a, an easy sport to get into where I don't need anything. And then, uh, yeah, it doesn't take us long to figure out that, um, there's a, there's a few more expenses to, uh, if you, if you want, there can be a quite a bit of expense to the uh, simple sport of running. Oh yeah, you know, as you start building your shoe collection, mm-hmm. that's expensive enough. And <laughs> yeah. then races, and then then you got to do the travel races. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all it all starts to add up. So, um, for for the two of you, um, having you know, kind of like I, I hinted at in the intro, some different ways to get to get to the sport, and and you know, being at different. Uh, at least right now, race distances that you're kind of working towards. Um, how does the the marriage relationship dynamic mesh with with the running dynamic? Is it is it kind of you know, Chris, you do your thing, Christine, you do your thing. Do, do you run together when it makes sense? Like, how does how does the the marriage relationship and the running dynamic play out between the two of you? Well, you know, Chris is a, a great coach, you know, if I have any questions or if he sees me out on a run, he'll say, you know, well, don't cross your arms or mm-hmm. anything like that. But, you know, honestly, it's it just blends together really well. And unfortunately, I don't really run with him because he's just too bloody fast. <laughs> we see each other along the road, you know, and wave or high-five each other. But, you know, it's just he's just very, very good at, Showing me, you know, prevent injuries and things like that. Yeah, we, you know, we don't run together, like she said. But um, as far as the whole training, we, you know, we're on the same page as far as nutrition. Um, Both of us do yoga. So, you know, we do do some stuff together. when when we travel to races, we try to both do our own races. Mm-hmm. But you know, as far as the everyday running, you know, we we have our own schedules. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. That's it's it's uh, I've had I've had it, the privilege of talking to a few uh, married folks over the over the years. And it's it's interesting because sometimes it's 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 you know, you kind of get both both ends of the extreme, or at least I have where it's it's kind of like like y'all where, you know, you each kind of do your own thing. You're obviously there to support each other and help each other out. But, you know, you're each doing your own thing. And then there's some people it's like, oh, man, I, I could I could never think about running without my without my spouse, without my partner. Like I run with her. She runs with me. Like that's just that's just how it how it works. And, and you know, again, it kind of goes back to that idea that, uh, you know, there's there's no right or wrong way to, to do it. You know, if, if you're running with with a friend, partner, spouse, whatever, um, you know, you, you make it work however you make it work. And that's 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 all you can ask for. Oh, yeah. You know, and both of us kind of enjoy enjoy it this way because we can get out there, put on the music and just zone out and run. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. With uh, with with the big goal, uh, Chris, with the, the, the hundred miles and, and working up towards towards Javelina, um, Christine, are you going to be uh, part of the, uh, the the pace crew, the the just the crew crew, or you, uh, what uh, what role are you uh, potentially playing in this uh, Javelina hundred adventure? I am part of the crew crew. Crew crew. I'm gonna make sure Chris has his nutrition and ice packs and whatever he needs. You know, candy to get his sugar. <laughs> you know, it's, it just it, it just seems very daunting. You know, change his shoes, his socks, mm-hmm. make sure I'm I'm on point every time. You yeah, know. I I, uh, I agree. Like, the hundred mile definitely sounds sounds daunting. Chris, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we're just kind of winging it. We don't know <laughs> what we know. <laughs> you yeah, know, got a, got a few ideas of what what to do but you know it's it's going to be a learning experience yes yes definitely um what uh either have you done or what is on the schedule for you chris in in leading up to the the 100 miler i mean have you have you done i know you said 50ks i I can't i don't remember if i heard 50 mile have you have you kind of climbed the ladder or are you jumping making a big jump into the the 100 mile waters uh sort of making a big jump um have going to be doing a 75k in September. So about a month out and it's, it's on the same course. Um, my last two races have been night races a 25 and a 50k. So, and so is in the 75. So I'm trying to get used to that night running and Mm -hmm. running tired. Um, but you know, is there really any good way to train for a hundred miles? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Just, just have to do it. You know, and, and sometimes I wonder, you know, I, I obviously you, you know, hindsight is, is always going to be the, the best uh, way to, to learn uh, or the way to know what you should have or shouldn't have. But um, sometimes I, I do wonder if, if just dive in straight into the deep end. And like you said, kind of not knowing what you don't know and, and figuring it out as you go if that's not the the better way, because I don't know, maybe, maybe you don't work it up in your mind as much when it's like, Oh my gosh, I've done a hundred K and like, I was so tired and my legs were so sore. and I couldn't imagine running for another 40 miles versus if you've never done it before, it's just like, yeah, I know it's going to be long and it's going to be hard, but you know, we'll kind of figure it out. It's, it's one of those, like I kind of did that same thing with the, with the marathon where I had never run anything longer than a 10 K 
uh, other than, you know, training runs, but nothing, no races longer than a 10 K. And then it was like, all right, marathon. And yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know a lot of things and learned a lot of things the hard way. Uh, hopefully you don't go through that same experience, but, uh, you know, I think maybe it, I don't know for me, I think it made it a little bit more, I don't know. Maybe I didn't take it as serious as I should have, but it, it was, it didn't seem that intimidating the first time I ran a marathon because I was just so ignorant to what longer distance running is like. Um, I don't know if I have a great question other than, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, you know, and, and again, in hindsight, maybe, maybe this is the, maybe this is the right way to do it. Well, my first, my first marathon was kind of the same way. You know, I had trained, um, got up to, you know, did a couple 20 milers and was like, okay, this is cool. Ran on the course and got out there and everything was going good. And then, the wheels fell off at 20, mm-hmm. like, like it does for everybody else. And then, you know, now I think I overthink them, you know, where's my nutrition? Where's this? Am I doing this right? Is my training right? Um, I don't know, you know, and every race is different, you know, depends on the conditions, how you're feeling, the weather, you know, a million and one things can go wrong. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And, and, uh, I know I, I maybe sometimes sound like a broken record on this, but it's like, you know, all you can do is control what you can control. And if the weather goes a little bit sideways or, or whatever it is, it's like, you know, try not to get too stressed out or bent out of shape. Cause that's only going to make the situation worse when you're trying to freak out about something that, uh, you can, you don't really have any control about anyway. You know, one of the, one of the advantages of living in Arizona is we deal with the extreme heat. It, it makes training hard, but like, you know, in Florida, you know, mm-hmm. you have all the heat there. If you do a fall race up north, you're dealing with 20, 30, 40 degrees less. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And even, even you can go, you know, uh, up north where, where it's hot for them. But for, for what I've been training through in the, in the summer, and, and obviously same for you as well, it's like, yeah, it might still be warmer than you want, but, you know, 75 degrees probably doesn't feel that hot when you've been training in, you know, for me, mid-90s and 90% humidity. For you, probably some, some triple digits in there. It's, it, it makes a big difference. And, and uh, you know, again, you just deal with what you can deal with, but uh, try to make the best of that situation when you can. Oh, yeah, for sure. So shifting shifting gears into into we grind a little bit um, for for people that aren't aware and I, I bad bad hosting here I should have pulled the the link up so people could check out because I'd done a, a review maybe what was it, a year and a half ago year something like that it's been it's been a while um, but you, y'all were gracious enough to send me a shirt and, and uh, love it it's uh, definitely I think I said the most comfortable running shirt I've ever worn I, I still stand by that it's it's super super comfortable. Um, but where did the seeds for starting your own kind of side side hustle? I think it's side hustle, right? Like it's is that yeah, it's a side deal. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where there's when we were looking to buy gear for running, there was nothing that was affordable, that was eco friendly, and you know was that lasted was mm-hmm. soft. You know, you you had have your race shirts, but most of those get shredded mm-hmm. within a period of time. And you know, we just thought, you know, we can do better, and that's that's where the seeds were to try to come up with a shirt that was 
the best running shirt you'll have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christine, most say that it's it's the softest shirt. Like you said, it passed the nipple test. Yes, yes, it definitely definitely does. You don't have to, uh, you guys. You don't have to, you know, bandaid up your your nipples to wear this one for for a nice long run. Even if you're getting all sweaty, you're you're going to be good to go. Um, Christine, you know, where again when these seeds were planted was was this something that you were passionate about as well, or did was was Chris talking you into it a little bit, or how did how did the the, the origins of We Grind come about on on you know from your from your perspective? Well, I'd say we both felt the same way. We wanted you know relatively inexpensive clothing. You know, it's basically for runners by runners. Mm-hmm. Something affordable and it won't give out on you, uh, fall apart, anything like that. You know, and and the race the tanks, I really like those. They're very, you know, it's a lot of women's gear. It's not as quite as flowy. Mm -hmm. You know, it just kind of hangs on to you. But with us, it's it's breathable, and and it you know just flows. It's very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christine designed the racer back actually. Um, you know, when we were talking about doing a woman's racer shirt, she wanted to have the open back. She wanted it to be a little longer cut than normal, mm-hmm. um, a little looser. And, you know, so it, it's a collaborative effort. You know, we discuss, you know, the design, the colors, you know, everything. Right, right. How, you know, Getting getting it going, getting you know going from the idea stage to the actual. We have some shirts and and you know we have a product now stage. Um, I don't know about I, I don't know anything about creating something like what you have, but I know that creating a podcast, writing a book, um, some of the other things that I've done, where it's like, oh yeah, this this shouldn't be this this can't be that hard, right? Like you know uh, you know with the podcast, oh I, I'm sure we can be good to go with you know. Not much time and really easy peasy with the book. Oh yeah, just a few months and we'll have the book out. And uh, I've learned that uh, idea to completed project typically takes a bit longer than uh, than maybe I expect, or even if I think I'm giving myself plenty of time, it still finds a way to, to bleed over longer. Um, did y'all have any of those similar type of um, I don't know if delays, but you know, overly optimistic in the and as far as the process and the timeline, and and have a reality check of how long it takes, or how did how did how did it go from those seeds being planted to actually having some some fruit on the tree, if we can continue that metaphor? You know, like everything else, it's a process. Um, my day job, I do a lot of sourcing, so I do have some knowledge in that area. Um, you know, so it's just it's just a matter of following that same process and you know figuring out which vendors to work with and how to get product and the design aspect. Uh, but you know, it's, it, it takes time, you know, the, then there's developing the social media, the website, all that stuff, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. But it, it's a fun challenge. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a, it's a job in and of itself, but it, it, can definitely be fun if if you make it fun, um, Christine. What was what was the um, you know maybe on the on the challenge front? What what was the the any part of the process from beginning to where we are right now uh, that that for you was the the toughest pill to swallow or the biggest challenge along the way as far as we grind is concerned? Well, 
Gosh, you know, the, the biggest challenge for me is I don't really, I mean, I have a business acumen, but not, you know, as it's, oh my gosh, how do I put all this together? How do we get the word out? You know, it, it's more of a hustle, you know? Right, right. You know, just get our name out there. You know, it's where do I go? What do I do? How do I, but, you know, Chris, Chris is a good help with that. Yeah. You know, so I, I just. You know, I'll wear one of the shirts and somebody, oh, what is that? That's really cool. And I'll say, oh, this is my company. <laughs> you know, the Run Third 5K, we had a table. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we sold a, a number of shirts, you know, and everyone was just, oh, my gosh, these are fantastic. You know, it's just you know, establishing our name and, and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely... Um, just part of part of that process, Chris. Same question to you. What was what was has been so far the biggest uh, challenge uh, of of the weed grind uh, so far? Well, it's you know the the challenge is just doing it. You know mm-hmm. the whole doing it, sticking to it because you know we're not just trying to sell shirts. Um, we're trying to build a community mm-hmm. um, of runners that you know because as our name implies we grind mm-hmm. um you know, and for all the people we know on social media and all the runners we know that's what we're all doing we're getting out there and we grind every day every mile it's um you know so we we're trying to build a support staff for just recreational runners Right, right. Is that is that how the name came about, or how did you finally settle on We Grind as as the name of the company? You know, one of um, We Grind came about because the name um, from Shark Tank, Damon John from Shark Tank. He always talks about rise and grind, mm-hmm. and you, know, you have to grind, and you know, just. He's an idol of mine that, you know, started out, you know, knitting hats Mm -hmm. in his mother's kitchen. Um, And, you know, so it's kind of a reminder to us to keep grinding that we grind. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I think it's, it's a fitting, uh, reminder in, in all areas of life. It's a fitting reminder in, in obviously in running and, in starting a business in, you know, relationships in work. I mean, in, in everything, sometimes, most of the times, uh, you know, there's, there's some great, great smooth sailing times. And then there's some times when you just kind of have to keep grinding, keep putting that one foot in front of the other. And, and, uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, fitting for, for having it be a running, a running brand to just keep that reminder of just kind of got to grind sometimes. Yep, for sure. So what is, uh, what is kind of the, the future of the company look like is, is there new products, new, new, uh, new, new things coming or just kind of continue to get the, the name out or what's, what's, uh, you know, the next, I don't know, 12, 18 months look like for you guys, at least, you know, as far as you can project at this point. Um, you know, at this point it's, you know, we've come out with the short sleeve shirt, the woman's racer back, um, a men's sleeveless and, um, over the winter, we came out with a long sleeve shirt. Um, so we're just 
probably going to look into new shirts. And a lot of a lot of what we do is from feedback from other runners too. Um, you know, the, the the long sleeve shirt was requested by a lot of people. Were like, hey, you know, we live up in the Northeast, or we live in the West. It's cold. We need long sleeves. And you know, from Arizona, it's like long sleeves. What <laughs> February? Right. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm kind of like that as well. Where it's it's I actually kind of like the long sleeves just because it's like it might only be a few months, but like those those months when it's you know I'm from Michigan originally, so like I know what proper cold is like and and what proper winter is like, and um and we certainly don't have it here, but like there's times when it's like you know. Just a little chill, and and you don't want to have a a full sweatshirt or something like that, but just a couple, you know, a little bit of sleeves, uh, is is like the perfect the perfect bit. So you know, those in the the farther north, it's a great layering option. For those of us a little bit farther south, it's just a nice, nice little bit of something more than just a t shirt when when you need that those those three days a year that that uh, that comes in handy. Yeah, we're from Boston, and I, and we've lost all credibility with our <laughs> friends and family up there because they're like. Just, they give us a hard time when we say, oh, it was cold. It was in the 50s. And they're just like, yeah, we got two feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, still, it's still nice to, uh, to needle that just a little bit, to give, to give a, little, uh, a, a little, you know, sucks to, sucks to be back home to the family. At least, at least it is for me. It's always, you know, like they, they, of course, give it back in the summertime a little bit when I'm complaining about the, the endless heat and humidity. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, 75 and beautiful right here. And I'm like, ah, well, you know, I guess, I guess you, you got to take it as well as you can give it sometimes. Yeah, you know, I'd much rather deal with the 120 degrees for two months <laughs> than deal with cold and snow for six months. Yes, I agree, which is, which is why I'm in, in Florida now. Uh, I, I had enough shoveling snow and wearing the boots and all of those types of things. Um, I'll, I'll just stick inside for a couple months, enjoy that air conditioning, just get out to run at, you know, four o'clock in the morning to try to beat the heat as much as I can. And, uh, not, not to complain too much in the summertime. At least I try not to. Yeah. So, um, kind of shifting back to, to running a bit as we're kind of getting close to starting to, to wrap this thing up a little bit. Um, you know, Chris with, with obviously training up for this, this hundred miler, this, this, uh, this, this fall, winter, I don't remember exactly, October, right? So I guess t- still technically fall. Um, what, what has been, again, kind of going back to that, the question about, about we grind, but what has been the biggest challenge for you in, in getting ready for doing something big, like a hundred mile race? You know, it, it's just a matter of getting the miles in and, you know, committing to the training, you know, cause it's, it's going to be a challenge both physically and mentally. And, you know, really the mental game is from what everybody says is really the biggest battle. Mm-hmm. How are you trying to prepare that side of things? Cause get, get in the miles. Like that's, that's one thing, but how, how do you, and I mean, obviously you don't know any better cause you haven't done it yet, but, but how do you, try to, to wrap your head around or you know, maybe bad, bad example, but how do you try to, to improve that mental game so that, you know, that, that doesn't turn out to be a, a, a real weak link come race day? You know, one of, one of my favorite books on the subject is um, The Champion's Mind mm. by 
Dr. Jim Afamow, and he's got a follow-up book, The Champions Come Back. And just reading that, um, and I've had the pleasure of talking to him uh, outside of his books, and it's just been a big help to, you know, do the mental training, right. you know, have, you know, his books lay out some exercises. So, you know, it's just like running where you get out there and do the miles. Mm-hmm. You have to dedicate the time to do the mental aspect of it too. Right. Right. Christine, what do you, what do you think about Chris doing this hundred mile thing? Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm all in on the running side of uh, you know, the running world and, and, uh, um, I gotta admit, I still shake my head at, at these silly, silly people that are, are running for a hundred miles. It's just not, not in on my. I'm, I'm not going to say never though, because apparently it took Chris a few times to learn to not say never before he, he ends, up, ends up doing some of these things. But uh, not right now is what I'm going to say for me in, in a hundred mile. But you know, being there next to him, side by side, living with him day in day out. What, what do you think about this whole hundred mile endeavor that he's upon? I think he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> At least work your way up to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, just, he's just diving right into the deep end. You know, at least, you know, 75K, that's not too bad. Maybe 100K, but nope, just diving right in. And it's, well, you know, I'm sure he'll be fine, mm-hmm. you know, as he's some of the training and everything, but it's just, you know, kind of slow down a little. <laughs> Hang up. Well, what is it they say? Go big or die trying. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hopefully, hopefully that, that second part of that equation is never, never uh, anything that you that you're dealing with. But, but yeah, it's it's you know, I just like I said, or I I have said that I feel like at the end of a marathon, I'm just like you know that's that's pretty good. Like that's 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 I, I can't wrap my head around the idea of doing that three more times. Um, I've I've experimented up into the 50 K distance, which, you know, I mean, it's quote unquote, just, you know, another five or six miles on top of the marathon. Uh, and that, and that seems pretty darn good. Again, I can't, I can't imagine doing two more of those on top of, uh, the one that I, you know, have just, just finished when I, when I finish a 50 K. Um, so, you know, kudos hat tip to you, my friend for, uh, for, for going big and, and not, uh, um, you know, doing the stepping stones, but just going, Hey, let's, let's go bigger or, or go home, I guess, and see what happens. Well, the nice thing is, is that um, Havelina 100 has video at the start finish line. So anybody who wants to can witness my death. <laughs> or your, your ultimate triumph and uh, count, count the times that you've crossed, crossed the line on that, uh, on that course on that, uh, on that day. Yeah. Good, good. So uh, as, we're, as we're kind of wrapping up today... Um, I, I like to close with something that I call a, a philosophical question. I'll, I'll ask the same question to both of you, but you know, it's not, it's not, a, again, I, I don't mean philosophical and something, something scary or super deep, but just kind of like the introductory question, something that's very open-ended. You can each answer it in, in your own way. And this is where we'll kind of wrap things up and, and y'all can decide who, uh, who wants to go first and, and, uh, who can, can, uh, close it out today. But, um, as, as they're both pointing to each other on the video here, but, uh, just, just curious for, for both of you. Um, at this point in your perspective running journeys and, and obviously with regrind kind of being a, a, a big part of that as well. Um, what does it mean to each of you to, to be a runner? So when you think of, you know, I'm, you know, I, I am a runner. What, what does that, what does that mean to you? 
to me, it's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, I've faced so many challenges that, you know, bad knees. I've had orthopedic some physicians say, you know, if you ever thought about running, forget it. Mm-hmm. And I overcame that. And having asthma, you know, I never thought, you know, Jesus, how am I going to breathe? How is this going to affect it? And I overcame that as well. So it's, you know, definitely, you know, it's, I'm the boss. I'm going to go over those hurdles. So it's just amazing what the body can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, same question to you. Um, I guess I just have to say that it's better than not running. You know, not running sucks. <laughs> you know, a couple of years back, I injured a calf and I was out for, you know, three, four months. And it just, it sucked not mm-hmm. being able to run. Um, it's, I, I feel better at 53 than I did, did at any other age. Um, so, and the, the, the running community is just awesome too. You know, we've, we've met so many cool people, um, we're on a squad runner team with a, just a bunch of fantastic people. Um, we're, we're like a little family, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're just runners are the coolest people. Yeah. You, you won't get, uh, you will get zero pushback from me on, on that topic. It's, it's a great, a great group to be a part of a great, a great uh, community to be, uh, involved in. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that obviously it's brought, it's brought us together. It's, 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 I've had the privilege of having, having chats for, going on five years now with, with different runners and it's just awesome. And obviously social media and, and just all the different ways that uh, we're all able to connect. So uh, I totally, totally agree with, with both of those things. And, and just, you know, Christine, like what you said, with just, you know, what you can do. It's just, it's just amazing what the human body is capable of. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the myth of the bumblebee, how it, you know, how, how can it fly? It was, it was never told it couldn't. Right. You know, Right. So that's kind of how I feel, you know, it's, you're not supposed to do that, but I'm doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. I'm so, so proud of her, you know, that she, when, when she first started getting into it, I've kind of prodded her. I'm like, you should try it. Just try a 5k. And she's like, but I have asthma, I have bad knees. And I'm like, well, just go for a walk, you know, mm-hmm. just walk around the neighborhood and, you know, you build on that. It's, it's just one step, one foot in front of the other. Yep. Yep. And the next thing you know, you're gearing up for your third half marathon and kicking around the idea of a marathon. And who know, who knows what the future might have in store after that? Right. I just might do another trail run. I've been kicking that around too. There you go. They, the, 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 the options are almost unlimited, but, uh, it's it's definitely a great like like we said great community to be a part of and uh, guys if you want to check out more of what Chris and Christine have going on definitely check out the shirts if you're if you're in the market for a good running shirt whatever you know sleeves no sleeves uh, long sleeves whatever uh, super comfortable uh, doesn't stink we didn't even talk about that but that's in the review as well 
Um, it's it's got to, it's got the 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 magic voodoo in the fibers that makes it so you know you can wear it. Uh, and I, I put that to the test. Several wears, no stink. Uh, check it out. WeGrind.com again. W e g r y n d dot com on Twitter. If you want to connect with Chris and follow along as he trains for Javelina and, and who knows whatever is in store after that at WeGrind underscore Chris. And if you want to connect with Christine and uh, follow her as she continues to you know grow in the sport and, and try new things and who knows what the future might hold for her. It's at Desert Socks Girl on the Twitters and uh, Dizruns.com slash seven three eight is the link to go back to the show notes and uh, kind of see what we've all got going or you know get the get the Cliff's notes, get the links all those things, disruns.com slash 738. So, uh, Chris, Christine, thank you for uh, taking the time today to uh, have a little chat. Uh, it was a pleasure to, to finally get to uh, you know talk with you for for more than you know 140 or 280 characters now on the Twitter that we can we can have longer conversations there. But uh, it, it's a pleasure to chat with you today. Certainly wish you all nothing but the best going forward, both with the running and with the wee grind and with everything else in life. And uh, certainly looking forward to staying in touch as well. Thanks, Denny. Grind on, everybody. Yes, thank you so much for having us, Denny. Everyone, keep grinding. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between myself and Chris and Christine. We had a little uh, little threefer instead of the typical twofer here. Uh, three, a three-headed conversation. But I uh, hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. And uh, as per usual, hope that you got something out of it. Hope that there was a takeaway, uh, an aha moment, an insight that you gleaned from listening today. And, and if there was, uh, I hope that you'll share it with me. I always love to hear what you all think about the show, what your takeaways happen to be from each episode. And uh, as per usual, I'll, I'll share mine first to try to get this get this party started a little bit. And my takeaway, it, 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 was, it wasn't anything specific necessarily that we talked about during the episode, anything... Uh, crazy that one or the other, you know, either Chris or Christine happened to say. But for me, the takeaway is is more, I don't know if big picture is quite the right way of saying it, but, you know, here we've got two folks, married folks, um, both enjoy running, both passionate about running, but clearly two different um, paths that they're on or two different uh, sets of goals that they may have. And, and you know, the, the handful of times previous to this that we've had or that I've had the privilege of, of chatting with a husband and wife simultaneously it's almost always worked out that they had very similar goals that they're really doing, you know, a lot of their runs, everything is kind of together, same paces, same goals, same distances, just everything being the same. And with Chris and Christine, obviously that's, that's not the case. Obviously they have some different things. Chris working towards a hundred miler, Christine, not, which is totally cool. Totally fine. Um, but then how they're able to find ways to support each other, to be there for each other, to let running be something that they can still somewhat sort of do together. They can talk about it. You know, Christine talking about maybe uh, being part of, of the crew for Chris when he goes for his, his hundred mile attempt later this year. Um, so it's just, it's just a different take, I think on the husband and wife running dynamic. And, and quite honestly, something that, that, that maybe the reason it stood out to me so much is that it hits very close to, to home for me and that Rebecca and I have different goals, different ambitions. We race different distances, but that doesn't mean that we both don't still enjoy running and we both don't still enjoy um, each other's success and, and try to be there to support each other. But uh, like I said, it was just a little bit different dynamic than the past husband and wife combos that I've had on the show. And and again, I mean, I think it kind of hits close to home because that's that's the running relationship that I have with my wife, that, that we're both still runners. You know, it's not like a, I run and she doesn't or vice versa type of situation. But we both run, but we run differently, different goals, different ambitions. And 
I think that that's, that's awesome. I think that that's awesome for Chris and Christine. I think that that's awesome for my wife and, and myself. Um, and, and maybe that's something that, that, you know, is, is similar with you that, that your, your spouse, your partner, whatever the case might be, um, you know, you, you might both be runners, but that doesn't mean that you have to do the same, you know, one could be roads, one could be trails, one could be altars, one could be five Ks. It doesn't matter. You can still have that common, common passion for the sport, but have that look very differently. And I think maybe that's what I'm, what I'm trying to say. And I don't know that this is the, as per usual, uh, not the most clearest and concise of my takeaways, but it just really struck me, uh, how, how they're running weaves in and out of their relationship, but obviously the business side of, of a relationship as well, but definitely just, you know, the, the different ways that running shows itself for each of them in their running goals, but it's still, it's still running. It's still the same, you know, at the end of the day, it's still the same sport. It's still the same umbrella that they're under, that all of us are under, no matter which style, which flavor of running that we tend to pursue. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but that was, that was my big takeaway. What about you? What stood out to you from this episode? Please let me know. Always love to hear from you guys at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can tag me in a post, shoot me a, a DM, slide into my DMs, if you will. Um, you can also slide into my inbox, Dizruns at gmail.com. You can leave me a, a, a more uh, expansive note there. It might be easier to type uh, via email than, than uh, 100, you know, 200 and what is it now? 260 characters on, on Twitter and, and uh, typing through the Instagram, but whatever, whatever works best for you. You can also head over to the show notes for today, disruns.com slash 738. Leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways there as well in the show notes. Uh, and if you, if you haven't checked out the We Grind um, apparel yet, the shirts that they have available, I do have a, a coupon code that I forgot to mention during the, the actual episode, but Chris was sure to remind me that, that the code is still available. So use the code DizRuns at checkout. I think it's worth 20%, uh, but that, that is still there if you want to check out some, some gear from, from We Grind, from Chris and Christine's company. If you've already gotten some before uh, you, and you need another need, need another piece, you know, always, always can add an extra good uh, running shirt. Uh, you can definitely use the, the code there as well. Again, DizRuns at checkout. Save yourself, I think, 20%. Don't quote me on that, but there is a discount associated. So that is it for today. Uh, one last time, don't forget, be ready on race day. The book is available. Uh, available on print, print copy, or on the Kindle. Uh, your choice, both available through uh, Amazon. So just one click it. One click that joker, and it'll either be at your house in a couple of days or it'll be on your, your device in a matter of, of moments. Uh, but just search for Be Ready on Race Day in the in the Amazon or BeReadyOnRaceDay.com to head over to the website for more information to get a little bit more info about the book before you decide if it's right for you or not. So with that, we'll go ahead and uh, pull this ship officially into harbor. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for all you do to support the show. Tell others about the show. Uh, share stuff on social media. Certainly, certainly, certainly appreciate it. And uh, until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.